We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Big news. The Almanac is officially back. The most exhaustive and comprehensive guide to the 2023-24 college basketball season is available for pre-order now. If you go to cbbalmanac.com, link is in the description below, you can pre-order for just $15.99 or 20% off the sticker price. The format is going to be a little bit different this season. Instead of an 850-page PDF, you'll be getting access to the full site with league-by-league PDFs available for download. The preview will be live on September 20th, so you have until then to be able to get your pre-orders in. So for insight for all 362 Division I teams from their head coaches and the experts that cover them, make sure you hit that link. It's the Field of 68's off-season grades, and today we move to the West Coast, Rob. To Big Ten country, that's what they say. It's the UCLA Bruins, who uh, have been very good under Mick Cronin for the last few years. And this year, we think they'll be very good. Maybe they won't be very good. I don't know. There's so many new faces here. I'm a little bit confused, and I'm excited for you to tell me about it. Jaime Jaquez is gone. Amari Bailey, one and done. Jalen Clark is gone. Tiger Campbell has departed. David Singleton, Mac Etienne. Uh, that's pretty much it, but that was a lot of names. I don't know why I'm acting like that's it. That's a lot expected to return. They did get Adam Bona back seven a game last year, potential for much more this season. Uh, and then alongside him, a few other role players, notably Dylan Andrews, their newcomers, Rob, get ready for some pronunciations here from me. Jan Vide is in a day. Mara is in Burke Buchtenschell is in, along with a recruiting class of Sebastian Mack, Devin Williams, Brandon Williams, and then the transfer from Utah, Lazar Stefanovic. Did I botch that? I feel like that's like a C-plus from me if we're doing pronunciation grades. No, I would grades. give you, I would, like, since it's off-season, you know, you got to kind of understand that it's off-season. So I'd give you like a solid B. Um, they also got a French guard coming in that who's, uh, I don't even really know how to pronounce this one. It's Elaine Fibulo, something like that. But they, uh, they what's, What's fascinating about this group to me is that they went out and they brought in a whole bunch of really, really talented 19-year-old Europeans. And these are guys that are all like, Daymar is going to be a first-round pick. Like, he could end up, you're going to love this dude. He's seven foot three. He passes it like Jokic. 
Um, he doesn't really move like Jokic. He's a little bit skinnier. Can't really shoot it, but like you can run offense through him as a seven foot three five man because of his ability to pass the ball. Like he is a guy that could have games where he gets twelve points, twelve boards, and twelve assists. I don't think that that's an exaggeration. Jan Vide is like a stud Slovenian six foot five combo guard, a little bit more of a scorer. Got got some shit to him off the bounce. Um, he played really well in the uh, in the Adidas Nations. Um, event that they played this summer. Uh, Barkay Buchtenschild is, is he does a lot of the same things that Jaime Jaquez does in terms of being like 6'9", can shoot it a little bit, can pass it a little bit, kind of brings everything together, should be a four-man for him. Stefanovic, the kid that, that transferred in from uh, from Utah, is like a six foot seven shooter, and obviously getting Bona back. Like, I don't know, outside of one of them being able to make a perimeter shot, I don't know if you have like a better um, – pairing at in the front court for the college level than Mara and Bona together. Um are they gonna so, play those two together? That was that was my big question. Is like is I, the plan for those two to both play 30 minutes together. Yeah and and the way that I think one I think it works because Bona is such a like he's so good defensively that you can kind of like move him around a little bit um and he probably can chase around fours. I don't know if that's necessarily the best scenario. And I think there's going to be a lot of situations where it's like one or the other on the floor, but I do think that you can play them together because of Mara's, uh, excuse me, passing ability. Um, you know, I think that you put him uh, at the top of the key, you put him at the high post and you have to have ball pressure on there because you can't just let a seven foot three dude stand there and pick out the open pass as people move or move around him. So um, I think that his passing ability will create uh, spacing on the floor for other guys. And then everybody else around them can shoot it. Right. And then you also bring back Dylan Andrews, who for my money is a guy that like could end up being a really, really good player this season. Could be like something in the breakout role. They don't really have another guy that can do the stuff that he does off the bounce, starting point guard. So like I think you have a really good top six or seven with this um with this UCLA team. And like a lot of guys, I'm just fascinated to see their transition to the college game, right? Like I to me, I don't really know how good UCLA is going to end up being. I would say that Arizona is probably the favorite to win the Pac-12 this year. And I would say that assuming um, assuming Bronny James like gets back to being able to play this season, which is no guarantee. Obviously, he's dealing with the heart issue. Um, but I think that USC is probably like a borderline top 25 team. I could see UCLA being good enough to compete with Arizona for a Pac-12 title. I could also see UCLA being an 8-8 eight and eight team in the in in the conference this season and it's it's because they have all of these guys that one they just committed like in the last month or two right they just finally are able to get these guys um coming over here towards the end of august because of the fact that they were all playing in the you know the u18 world championships the u19 world championships for their national teams like ademara was playing for zaragoza which is a really good team in the spanish acb which is probably the second best league in all of in uh, professional basketball in the world so like you have a lot of guys that are going to be very very good players one day how good are they going to be right now and to me that's going to end up being what determines how good ucla is I will say this because of all of those pieces and because of the fun, different players that are on the roster and the, like the weird skill sets that all of these dudes have UCLA is up there for like the, I, I'm I'm fascinated to see Hunter Dickinson playing for Bill self. Cannot wait to watch that. 
I am so excited about seeing what Tyrese Proctor can be this season. Going to be awesome. Obviously, UConn is like top five for me always when it comes to what teams could end up being. Most I'm most excited to watch. UCLA is not that far behind any of those guys because I think there's a very real chance that like three or four of these dudes end up being first round picks um, come come June's draft. Yeah, I agree with that. I it's kind of like like you ever play like college hoops 2k whatever it was mm-hmm. with greg odin on the car co- it's kind of like you just hit randomize and just signed a bunch of overseas recruits one off season and now we're going to see what it looks like which honestly under mick cronin should terrify people like you're telling mm-hmm. me we're, we're we're taking mick cronin and we're just giving him a bunch of tough overseas dudes like that's that's one of the scariest propositions for opposing teams i think you we've ever seen uh, i trust him to figure it out i mean his teams always play hard they always are edgy, and I, I think he's going to be able to get the best out of these guys. Now, I I know about Mara. I know about V-Day. I don't know a ton about the others. I'm not going to lie on this program, um, but I've seen the tape on them. I, I was praying that my team got involved in their recruitments while they could. They still need some bodies, and I think it would be – the only thing I think I would feel better about for UCLA going to the season would just be if there was like a stable – alpha back that had been around that you could surround these guys and have them play supporting roles and just kind of wean them into it a little more. And maybe Bona can be that. I don't know. I'm not sure I'm fully confident of what Bona can be capable of, especially offensively. Um, he's well, here, here's, the, here's the other thing that's so fascinating about it to me is that we've, we've kind of seen teams go away from the high school one and done superstars build around them, right? Like the Kentucky model of 2012, the Duke model of 2015, it's not really there anymore. Part of that is because some of these guys are getting picked off by G League Ignite. Part of it is because some of these guys are getting picked off by overtime elite and never making it to a college campus. Part of it is because with COVID years allowing players to be 24 years old and seniors, like there's the gap between a one and done freshman and a 60 year senior is just absolutely gigantic. You want to be older. Right. Part of it is because the classes that have come in, period, like the 2022 and 2023 recruiting classes, really weren't that good at the top. Right. So, it, this is to me, it's the new era of one and done where NIL has opened up opportunities for European players to come to college, to play for a year, to not have to give up money that they would potentially be able to earn as professionals playing overseas and be able to expose themselves to NBA scouts, to NBA fans, to American fan bases, and get to the NBA maybe a little bit quicker, maybe build up a little bit of hype, um, and and open up it as that, open that up as the avenue to get to the NBA, which is where everybody wants to get to. So is this, is this the new version of one and done's? Right. Is this the new version of, okay, we're going to go try to get Anthony Gil, uh, Anthony Davis, Michael Kidd Gilchrist, and Marquise Teague? Nope. We're going to go get Jan Vide at Almara and Burke Buchton Show. Right. And if it works, I do think that you're going to see a lot more teams try to follow this model. Um, but there's also no guarantee that it works because, like, at the end of the day, they are 19 years old and they are coming to a new country. Do they speak English? Do they speak English well enough to understand what the fuck Mick Cronin is saying? Like, have they been cussed at the way that uh, Mick Cronin can cuss at you? I'm sure there's a lot of Serbian coaches that have. I don't know if there are Spanish coaches that have. Um, and then, like, not only that, but they're getting there in August. 
How quickly are they going to be able to adapt to what UCLA wants to do? Will this work? Like, it's just such a fascinating test case to me that I'm really, really excited to kind of see it play out. And I will be very interested to see if this is, you know, we've seen the overseas door get open by programs like Gonzaga, by programs like Arizona. Like there's, we've seen guys go out and get a bunch of these players and put together a roster that looks like the United Nations. We haven't necessarily seen it be done with a bunch of guys that can be one and dones. And if it works, I think you're going to see other programs try to follow this model that Mick Cronin is trying to put together. Yeah, I like when coaches zag in general, not, not to be a Gonzaga reference, but I like when coaches zag when everybody else is zigging. And this is definitely a zag. It's a high risk one, but it's a high upside one as well. Uh, I think you would just hope as a fan, you would hope. And I don't know. I don't know these guys. I don't know if they are wired like this, but you would hope that all three of the potential one and dones that are coming in are there to unpack their bags a little. Like it would scare me if all three are just like, oh, I know I'm gone in four months like that. I don't think, yeah, I don't know if they operate that way. Like, I don't think, I don't know if they're necessarily thinking that way. Now, a day Mara might because the day Mara has already played against professionals, which is why I'm like, you know, if he was getting real minutes in the Spanish ACB, what is the Pac-12 going to be? A step down. Like, maybe it'll be easier for him, you know? And, yeah. and a lot of those guys, when you're playing for European clubs, you know, even if you are still technically an amateur, like, you're playing against 26, 27, 28-year-old adults, right? Like, the uh, the dude that's going to Kentucky, Avisic, hit the, the Fletcher McGee was on his team. Our partner for today's episode is Athletic Greens. I started taking AG1 during the college basketball season, and I loved the impact that it had on my energy levels. I'm a big coffee-in-the-morning guy, but by the time that the afternoon would hit, I needed another boost. AG1 helped me tremendously, especially on those days when I didn't want to get up off the couch and go hit the gym. Their tagline is, AG1 is comprehensive health and the power of habit in one, and man, that could not be more true it's nearly impossible to eat and drink in a healthy manner in the month of february and the month of march when you are in my business and ag1 was exactly the supplement that i needed to improve my gut health and cover my nutritional basis for the day i've continued that into april i've continued that into may and i'm going to continue that the rest of the summer all i have to do is mix a scoop of ag1 with some water or maybe add it into a smoothie and i'm ready to go do it after lunch and you'll be ready to go for the rest of the day if a comprehensive solution is what you need from your supplement routine then athletic greens is giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin d and five free travel packs with your first purchase go to athleticgreens.com backslash field six eight that's field six eight f-i-e-l-d the number six the number eight and you can get yours now so check it out and help support this show thanks We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. 
Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. 26-year-old yeah. former Wofford star Fletcher McGee was on his team playing overseas. So um, it's it's just it's, it's so interesting. I can't like that's like I said, there there's teams that are going to be much better than them. I don't know how many teams I'm more excited to just kind of see how their season plays out in this UCLA group. I do think they should own the, like a monopoly to the rights on all over. Like Ivisit should have had to go to UCLA. Johnny Furphy should have had to go to UCLA. Just right? throw them all on one roster. It'd be way more fun that way. Um, all right. What what's the expectation that we alluded to? It, like, can can they compete for a Pac-12 title in the final year of the Pac-12? Is that the who goal? knows? Who knows? Maybe it has to be we, the goal, though, right? It's yes. the final year of the Pac-12, and you're UCLA. It has yeah, to be the goal. You're, you're UCLA and you have a bunch of stars and you got a bunch of pro players and you know, you go, I, I don't know. I think you can make an argument that this is the most talented top six that you'll find on the West coast. Uh, I don't know how many teams in college basketball period could end up having three first round picks, maybe four first round picks, depending on what a dead bonus could end up being. So we'll see, but the expectation you're UCLA, like the expectation is you win the big 12. Yeah, or Pac-12, uh, and I, Pac-12. I think that I think they can. I think that's the expectation, and I think it's realistic. Also, I don't think it's delusional. Um, who's the X factor? Everybody. <laughs> <laughs> the, honestly, like to me, the X factor is how well these guys can adjust to uh, American life, to living in L.A., to Mick Cronin. Like, you're if you're getting there this late in the process, like one, it's always difficult if you're a freshman and you're only getting there in August to kind of pick everything up. Um, Part of it is like the adjustment to college basketball. Part of it is new terminology. Part of it is everything. So not only are you throwing in a new style of play, not only are you throwing people into a new country in a completely different time zone, but like the terminology that you have as an American basketball coach versus the terminology from someone in Slovenia versus somebody in Spain versus somebody from Turkey. Like it's, it's, that that adjustment, that acclimation process, figuring all of that out is just like that's not going to be an easy thing to do. So like it's it's not an X factor; it's the factor that is what's going to determine like how good this this team can end up being. Yeah, all these other programs are going on overseas trips. UCLA's overseas trip is to Westwood. Like that's <laughs> that's what it is this season. Um, I 
I was going to go Bona for my X factor, but the more I think about it, I don't really think there is a world where Bona is the driving factor in how good this team is. That's no disrespect to him. I just, I think he, we know what he is. He's a good starter and he can be a lot more productive than he was last year. You hope that happens. I just don't think like Bona is the best player and that decides how good UCLA is. I think it's going to be the guys they brought in, which means the X factor is Mick Cronin. And picking the coach for this exercise is a little bit of a cop out, but um, I'd be curious, like if you, if you threw this exact situation at every single coach in the country, I think Mick Cronin would be in the top five to 10% of guys I would trust to be able to figure it out. And I could be wrong on that. We'll see what happens, but I think that I know what to expect from his teams, no matter who the personnel is. And it's going to be fascinating to watch as you allude to. I think if I had to bet though, gun in my head, I do think he figures it out. And I think yeah. this team factors into the race. You know, honestly, like I would absolutely not put Mick Cronin near the top of that list of guys where it's like, yeah, you got a bunch of foreign kids coming in. Like, you know, like this is who you want to try to figure it all out. I also would have put Mick Cronin nowhere near the list of guys that I would want coaching UCLA and expecting them to be able to do things <laughs> like, oh, I don't know, get UCLA to a final four, win some league championships with them. So like maybe I just shouldn't doubt Mick Cronin, you know, maybe yeah. he'll find a way to get it done. He just, he wins everywhere he goes. Well, how is this year going to be different? Yeah. Uh, let's give them an official grade. What is your grade for the Bruins off season? Look, I'm going, <laughs> I'm going a, okay. Whoa. I'm going, I'm going, I'm going with an a, um, if you look at what they lost, right. Uh, if Jalen Clark comes back, he's coming off of a torn Achilles. Like there's no, you know, who knows what he would end up being. The, the thing that made him so impactful was his athleticism and his burst and what he could be defensively. We saw what Justin Moore was as like a shell of himself in a best case scenario, coming back for like a late season injury like that. I don't know what Jalen Clark is. Um, Tiger Campbell graduated. He was there for four years. He wants to get his professional career started. Like maybe you could have convinced him to come back. Probably not. So considering that, you were able to like all of those pieces that were already gone before what we were really considered part of the off season, you're able to build it up to get Bona back, get Andrews back and you go out and you add three first potential first round picks, three guys that like Sam Bassini dropped his mock today. As we record this, he's got Mara as a 15th pick. He's got Buchton shell as a 27th pick and he's got V day as a top 40 pick. Like you were able to add those three guys in April and May. Go show me another program that added three potential first round picks in April and May. I'll wait. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I thought I could trap you into like somehow justifying Kentucky as that, but I don't think there's a path to that. Um, I I think A is a little crazy, but also everyone who watches these videos thinks I'm crazy for my negative grades. So maybe you're right, and that's a good grade. Uh, I I can't go higher than a C plus Rob. I really can't. I think, I think Jalen Clark could have been back and I think Tiger Campbell could have been back. And I think any evaluation of this offseason has to start there. Like there were heavy rumors that Tiger Campbell was going to play in college somewhere. And uh, Jalen Clark, most people expected him back in the circles that I was in. So to not have either of them and to really be starting from scratch is a hole. I think you kind of put yourself in, um, now, do I like what they did after that hole was there? Yeah, I do. But it's still such a high risk proposition 
that uh, I don't think it elevates them much higher than just avoiding disaster. So I'll give them a, a, a C plus. It's a very tentative C plus. Throw an asterisk next to it. Let's come back at the end of November and determine if I'm crazy or if I was accurate here. Uh, Rob, the biggest and final question for me with UCLA, will they be the best team in the Big Ten? Who knows? We have to see. You know, that's that's what everybody wants to know, Rob. College basketball is driven back through the new conference of champions. Welcome, Bill Walton. Come to my house with open arms. Uh, if you want to see more videos of us being idiots like this and grading people from an A to an F, you can do so on the Field of 68 YouTube channel where we have all of our off-season grades series. We also have a bunch of other stuff, not to toot our own horns, but we do a lot of work over here uh, at the Field of 68, and there's a lot of great content coming as we approach the season for Rob Doster. My name is Greg Waddell and we'll see you next time. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.